The Rich Eisen Show. 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 Hour number two of The Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We just had a nice chat with Ryan Shazier in studio. Uh, he looked good, and um, and he was uh, he was uh, talking a little smack about how Ohio State uh, <laughs> took little? care of Michigan for a while. And I said, uh, you know, hey, one was an uh, was a. Uh, uh, it could be a one-off, two's a trend. He goes, two's not a trend. He says, nine's a trend. Well, he had a point. Nine's a trend. That's a pretty good piece. I guess man. three's a crowd. No. <laughs> uh, it was a fun conversation. Shaquille O'Neal's calling in any moment right here on the Rich Eisen Show in advance of his documentary tonight, uh, having episode three of the Shaq documentary uh, on HBO and HBO Max airing tonight. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this show. Kelly O'Coin. Um, the actor who plays Dollar Bill from Billions is here. He's uh, playing a former Clippers president in the Sterling Chronicles that's being shot right now here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Winning time and the Sterling Chronicles are being shot at the same time here in L.A. Ed O'Neill wow. plays Sterling in the same way, wow. I guess, that <laughs> John, uh, C. John C. plays Jerry Buss. Um, and so... Uh, buttons unbuttoned, I, I'm guessing, in Ed's wardrobe I, 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 for well, McDonald's. I, I, also, I, I don't know if we should even go there. <laughs> um, you have to imagine. I wonder if uh, Jerry Buss will appear in this because apparently they had a friendship. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I, I don't know how far. I don't know how far, far the back chronicles back, yeah. go. I don't know. Also, didn't didn't the we last of Kelly when he's here an hour three? down, throwing the money to buy the Clippers. Apparently so. Um, and tr- the Trailblazers, uh, who Kelly O'Coin adores, are 13 and 11 in conference, which is what the Mavericks are after their one, one point win over the Nuggets last night. That was a fun game to watch uh, on TNT. And, um, well, they're all looking up at your Celtics, Chris. When are the Celtics going to remove the interim tag on Joe Missoula? Winning 20 of your first 25 is not enough? That's been, uh, that's been a little topic. Uh, in New England, about. I mean, that. it took think, it took uh, one, it took one week of winning for Jacques Jacques Vaughn to get his I, interim I, tag removed I think in Brooklyn. Joe's doing a fantastic job. Clearly, the guys have bought in. Also, just the Jays have have taken it to another level this year. When you thought, you know, maybe they weren't going to, and it's. I thought they're the C's. The Jays, Jason oh, Tatum, Jalen Brown, yeah, yeah. Jays. Okay, got it. It's been a rough go for the break up the Jays crowd. That's all I'm saying. Well, as you know, the the whole business of uh, somebody leaked the Kevin Durant to the Celtics for Jalen Brown stuff when Durant was on the market back in the summer. And I said that, took that to mean like just lobbing a grenade into the Celtics locker room, like, you know, chew on that one. Right. Um, And, you know, uh-uh. Nothing. They've been awesome. Nothing. Yeah. Was knocked off of the rails there. They're twenty and five. They yeah. look really good. And four of those losses, two each to the Cavs and Bulls. Right, taking on the Suns tonight. Yeah, it's so weird. It's gonna be great. They're out here next week. Looking forward to seeing them play the Clippers and Lakers. Probably going to both games. Oh, be, you are. Yeah, gonna be awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you gonna go to the Clipper game with TJ? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't understand. Well, it's, it's never come up. Would you go to? Would you watch a game together? We have watched the game together. You have. You've seen the Celtics and the not Clippers basketball. play against each other. We watched a twenty-hour World Series, a twenty-inning World Series game together. We did go to a Rams game together once. That also, is true. Yeah, but I mean, your team and his team. Well, he's probably going to go with this lady against each other. 
Also, I'm going to actually buy really good seats, which TJ. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's a shot fired. Wait, is he accusing you of not being open to that that Velcro wallet of yours? He knows that I I get I have a tendency to get free Clippers tickets. So therefore. Also, he won't know his favorite team in the world. Yes. Was playing eight minutes from his house. And he didn't go. Oh, that's right. The Dallas Cowboys. Right. So there's a big difference okay. in getting in out of SoFi than, than getting out of crypto, though. Episode three of the four part HBO sports documentary Shaq airs tonight at nine Eastern on HBO and is available to stream on HBO Max. The uh, the one and the only Shaquille O'Neal here on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line to talk about it. How you doing, Shaq? How you been? I'm so I'm so upset with your assistant there, buddy. Why? What happened? He had me on. He had me on hold for thirty seconds. That, that, that is not. That is not acceptable. Shaq, I'm gonna Shaquille. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to my people. How dare they? Yes. How dare they? Thirty seconds. Are you kidding me? I apologize, How Mr. O'Neill, on behalf of the entire Rich Eisen Show community. Uh, I apologize. I'm. I'm great. I'm, how are you? I, I saw you got hip checked into a Christmas tree last night. Are you okay? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was cool. You know, we like to have fun up there. You know, but. Ernie was so concerned. He's like, "Oh, you heard?" I was like, "Ernie, this is what I do." <laughs> no, but, but listen, believe it or not, when I was young, before I wanted to be a basketball player, I wanted to be a stuntman. So I, you know, I would always have trials and tribulations and teach myself how to fall, and I would like jump off buildings and climb monkey bars and fall off on purpose just to see. So, you know, the key is to when you get launched, try to land on the middle of your back. So if you go back to the video and slow it down, yes. You just see that as soon as he pushed me, I had to turn to the back because I want my back to hit the Christmas tree. Oh. And a bunch of pines. And, you know, a bunch of pines and pine cones in the back. I ain't never hurt nobody. Well, I, I guess, you know, it's a contact sport now officially when Kenny's going to the big screen. It's officially a contact sport. So I think I think he's set the tone now, Shaq. Don't you think? That's a tone setter moment. Kenny is 2-0 and around Christmas time. He did, that, he did that a long time ago, and he got me last night. Uh-huh. But, look, Kenny... Kenny's so small, and we like to have fun. I wouldn't retaliate. If Charles would have did that, they would have had to. They would have had to go to that. We were having technical difficulties. There would have been some furniture moving and some cameras flying. And Charles would have pushed me into that tree. Mm, okay, so I guess it, it, it's only fitting that it was Kenny. Uh, it was only the Jet who did yes. that. Very good. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's jump into your your doc here, uh, Shaq. What do you what do you think of as you watch a documentary on your life? We had the director Robert Alexander in studio a couple weeks ago. He was fascinating in in, in his perspective about putting this together. What are, what are your thoughts on it? You know, Robert did a good job. I'm programmed to once something happens, you put it in the file and you move on. So he did a great job of asking me certain questions and bringing certain things out and helping me remember certain stories. Uh, I think he did a great job. It's, you know, I don't really get to show my vulnerability a lot. So a couple of times I show how vulnerable I am. I, I always like to show my thought process and how I thought. Like I would have some people come to me and say, is it true after you lose a game you tear your house up? That's absolutely true. I wish I had the window contract in Beverly Hills number. Because, uh, you know, me and him was on speed dial. He'd be like, Shaq, I already know you missed, you know, 12 out of 29 free throws. Which window is it? It's the same kitchen window. All right, I'm going to order like, you know. Come on. Like, that was my. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would like, 
that I would like to go crazy because I don't like to let people down. I don't like to let my family down. I don't like to let the fans down. I don't like to let the city down. And you know how it is in the NBA. Like that's those one games you can end up playing Utah, which we did in those years and we got swept. Or you can end up playing San Antonio, Sacramento, who I'd rather play. You know, it was uh, interesting that during our championship years, we kind of stayed away from Utah. But when I first got there, Utah was the only team that would, like, sweep us. So we kind of wanted to stay away from them. But so I didn't like letting people down. So when I felt like I let people down, I had to release that energy. So did you what, – what footage have you seen from the dock where it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened? Did that – anything like well, that? mostly, uh, you know, mostly all of it. You know, especially, you know, stories growing up as a child – because, again, you know, my father was a drill sergeant. So when you do something, you get it done, and then you move on. That's why every time I won a championship, I would have to come home the next day. Like, we celebrate and do that, but I had to come home the next day. It was a ritual. And that little MVP ball trophy, and I had to give it to him and get back on the plane and say, okay, have fun for the summer. Uh, get ready. See if you can get another one. And that was it. Shaquille O'Neal here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. There's an interesting uh, part in tonight's episode, Shaq, that I saw where, you know, you're winning with Kobe and you're winning with the Lakers and you're, you know, you've got multiple rings now and three MVP uh, awards from the uh, NBA Finals in a row. And then they cut to Penny Hardaway, your former Magic teammate, saying essentially he was jealous saying then when he was watching you after leaving Orlando, going to L.A. and do that, he said, that should have been me. What did you think of when you hear, and, when you hear that, Shaq? And I, I believe that. Penny was Kobe before Kobe. And a lot of people, as great as Kobe was, Kobe, first two years, he had to get adjusted. Penny came in great. You know, when Penny came, I think we made it to the finals. It's not that first year, the second year. Penny was great. I, I kind of felt his pain. And... The business of basketball is a tricky thing. You got the business of basketball, you got egos. I felt we could have definitely got one or two. I was telling the guys last night because they asked me, I said, I said, uh, us winning three in a row in Orlando, I don't know because it's a system thing. The triangle is an intricate system that not a lot of people understand. So as good as we were, I think the system made us even better. In Orlando, when you're running the traditional offense, the floppy and the pick and roll and all that, a lot of things can go wrong when you run those type of offense. But the triangle, when you do something so consistent, is kind of hard to stop. So, uh, again, I, I think Penny and I could have got one or two, but three in a row, I don't know about that. Mm. And, I mean, just seeing you, I mean, we have a photograph on the screen. I mean, just you, you're a baby, man, back in Orlando. I mean, it's, you you guys could have grown old together, pretty much. Yeah, you we know? could have. But listen, when you, I've always taught to take advantage of opportunities. And I knew I was, you know, emerging as one of the best centers in the league. And, and the game was changing, the money was changing. And, you know, I always think Jawan Howard and Alonzo Mourning, because I don't, I really didn't like to get to the money game. I always relied on what my agent said I could get. Never really got into it. But when Juwan signed for 110 or 115 and then Alonzo signed, I was like, well, I am a little bit better. No disrespect to those guys. My numbers are higher than those guys. I am a little bit better. So you're going to have to pay me more. So we went to the Orlando, and they weren't interested. And then Mr. Jerry West came to the hotel that day and 
Show me a piece of paper that has so many zeros on it, Rich. <laughs> my face is gonna fall off. <laughs> all, I was, all I saw was one twenty zero comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero zero. I was like, I sign, I sign, I sign. And uh, and uh, I was comfortable signing because whenever we lost in Orlando, I was in L.A. the next day. You know, working on movies, working on albums, mm-hmm. just hanging out. I didn't want to be in Orlando. Uh, versus being in, you know, sunny California. So I already had a house out there, already knew people out there, I knew the spots. There was a spot called Sports Club LA, which is now Equinox on Sepulveda. I used to work out. Uh, I used to go to all my restaurants, Jerry's Deli on Sunset. Used to hang out on, you know, Manhattan Beach, go to the courts and play with the kids. So I was already familiar with Los Angeles. So when I signed it, I was like, you know, I'm just going to my, I'm just going to make my summer home into my permanent home and turn my permanent home into my summer home. And it worked out very well. You know, when, when you grow up with a drill sergeant, my father would always say, don't make a choice, make a decision. Mm. And mm. you live with that decision. Yeah, I had choices, stay with Orlando or go to L.A. I made the decision to go to L.A. And it was the right decision. It had to be the right decision because if I don't went there and me and Kobe wouldn't have won any, it was, you know, guys would, guys would really be talking about the so-called beef Kobe and I had. Yeah, that's why I always laugh at people. Oh, you and Kobe, you didn't get along. Well, we got along enough to win three out of four. Um, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but that's 75%. Well, we had the director, Robert Alexander, of your documentary. I got Shaquille O'Neal here. Shaq, part three of the four-part HBO documentary called Shaq, airing tonight, 9 Eastern on HBO, available to stream on HBO Max. Robert Alexander said that Kobe's family called up and said, can you not make this as Kobe, you know, uh, less Kobe-centric than, than it might be or, or is uh, in the edit bay? Was that, does that surprise you, Shaq? Oh, I don't know. We all miss him. We all wish he was here. I'm not uh, familiar with that story. I'm not sure, but <clears throat> I wouldn't do that anyway. Our story is well documented, mm-hmm. so it doesn't, doesn't pay anybody any good to keep going over it. The basic of the story is the respect was there. That's all that mattered. You know, everybody wants you guys, to us guys in the locker room, we travel all the time. It ain't going to be rosy cheeks all the time. Tell me you're going to have bumps in the road. But I always tell people, mm-hmm. you think we had beef. And go back. That first championship after uh, Reggie misses the shot, somebody get the rebound. You see me go in the middle of the floor and put both hands up. It's, it's 30,000 people in the arena, about 1,000 people on rush the floor. The CEO is up. Who's the first guy to jump in my arms? Look it up. Mm-hmm. Look it up. So if we don't like each other, I think everybody got fooled. And you should be fooled because I knew what I was doing when it comes to marketing. I want you to talk about me and Kobe's little beef. And, you know, we have some problems. You shoot, I shoot, I shoot. But that's on every team. You don't think guys have a problem with, you know, guys taking all the extra shots? Listen, I'm the big guy. I'm saying I want it first. Kobe's just always saying, no, I got it. And you have those things. But when you got two of the best guys competing with each other, trying to outscore each other, you know what you got? You got Shaq 40 points, and you got Kobe 38, <laughs> 78 points. Right? And all, and, and, and all I need is Big Shot Bob to hit a three, and, you know, Rob and Rick and do all that. So and that's why, like, most of the time when we got to the finals, you couldn't stop us. Because I know he was trying to get the finals MVP, and so was I. But, you know, I'm, I miss him. Uh, I haven't had much communication with his family, but I watch him from afar. Uh, his daughters are beautiful, and mm. his wife's beautiful so 
I wish him well. But I, I, it wasn't going to be no no bashing because again, our story is already well documented. And, you know, people think they know the insight. I know the insight. The only thing you need to know and understand is we definitely have respect for each other. Because if we didn't, we wouldn't have been able to win three out of four. Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal right. here on the Rich Eisen Show. Again, Shaq is airing tonight. You just mentioned moments ago that you know you made your summer home, your 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 permanent home because you, you you were out in Los Angeles uh, as much as you were after you know games in Orlando, um, and so you just decided, well, I'll just go to Los Angeles and I'll do it all at the same time. Do you think that that decision, to use the phrase that your your father said, make decisions, not choices, uh, is why LeBron's still here? Do you think, Shaq? Well, I would say yes. Uh, listen, everybody loves California. Everybody loves the Lego organization. <laughs> LeBron did what he was supposed to do. He got down there and won one. But look, we're all competitors. I know LeBron is saying, hey, the Kareem record is near. I'm going to get that. Uh, let me get another championship so I can tie magic. Let me, you know, hopefully... Genie coming out here one day and say, LeBron, when you're down, we're going to put your jersey in the Raptor. He's a competitor, and all athletes should be competitors. You know, people ask me, should this season be about him breaking a record if they don't win the championship? The answer is hell yes. I'm actually jealous. I wish I could be the guy that passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar up, you know, to be the, you know, the, the greatest scorer in you know, NBA history. A kid from Akron, Ohio, who never gets in trouble, always does the right thing, plays the game the right way. You know, people always say, LeBron is the pass-first guy. Well, if he's a pass-first guy, how is he about to pass the remote in points? So I'm happy for LeBron. And when he gets the record, I'll be the first one to tweet and the first one to congratulate him. And then another story will start. Who's going to pass him up? How long is his thing going to stand? Because Kareem record stood for how long, Rich? 30-something years? Yep, that long. Yeah. So so LeBron, and, and then knowing LeBron, he's such a good show. He may play another year. Take that thing to forty-one, forty-two thousand, which means nobody will ever break it again. Yeah, I know. I the question is the the other championship part of it that you just threw in there. You know, it, that, that clearly doesn't look like that's going to happen this year, and they'll have to yeah, be some his, building towards it. His book is his book is still a bestseller, and when you add five championships, it, it will just stay stay on the charts a little longer. Mm-hmm. You got four. You got four championship rings. His book. It's a solidified as a bestseller. If you get five, now you start to add another chapter. Who's really the greatest point guard from the Lakers history? Is it Magic with five? Is it Kobe with four? Or is it LeBron with five? It just creates more stories and more bar- uh, barbershop talk. So uh, I'm happy for LeBron. And listen, AD's playing lights out. He got hurt last night. He only did a couple minutes last night, but he's playing lights out. And they won eight out of 10, eight out of 11. And they're still in the 13th spot. However, they're only one, two spots out of the eighth spot. So I'm sure they're going to get it going. With Russ is starting to, you know, slow down a little bit and you know get it going. So I think they can move up to that number seven, number six spot if they can get some sort of uh, consistency. Because well, they played really hard last night, but Donovan Mitchell just came out of nowhere last night. He's really, and they, you know, they they are playing really well, Cleveland. And uh, in the few minutes I have left with you, uh, there are two 13 and 12 teams. Uh, the Warriors and the Nets. If you had to place your Shaquille O'Neal, uh, you know, check mark against one of them that you think that they have the chance to go from 13 and 12 to the championship, what do you think? Who do you think? Well, I'm going with the Warriors. They have the blueprint. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, best player in the game. 
Uh, Draymond does what he does, and, and Clay's been a little up and down, but they have the blueprint. You know, they they've done it the right way. They also have four. They also looking to climb into that number five spot so they could talk a little bit more trash. Uh, so you know, it's just look when, when you win championships, you know what you have to do. You know the other team's gonna be playing way above their head. But by All Star game, they should start to tighten it up a little bit. Clay should start to get his legs back, and they should really start to get it cracking because. When you're a championship team, you don't need home court advantage. And I wouldn't want to play Steph Curry in the first round. I don't care if they're at home or we're at home. I don't want to see Mr. Steph Curry in that first round. And then tonight's game between the Celtics and the Suns, if I said that you could take that as the preview for the NBA Finals or the rest of the field, what would you take right now here, top of December? I would say, I would say you're, uh, you are correct. You have been a... Uh, a, a visionary of the game for a long time. Thank I respect you, your word. Thank you, sir. You know, I respect you. I respect your wife. Thank you. For the work you have done. Yes, sir. Thank so you. So I believe what you say because this is what you do. You've been doing it for a long time. A lot of people can see that. I can also see that, too. Okay. Well, you know what? We, we, we can talk about it when there's a documentary called Rich. You know, a four-part documentary. Oh, Susie. It's probably, <laughs> that's probably more, that's probably more uh, <laughs> possible. Susie. Uh, you'll be part let of that documentary know. as well. Uh, let me you know. let me know because I produce this documentary, Jersey Legends, baby. I love it. I'm producing uh, I'm producing movies and films we'll, now. Let me know. We'll do that. One of my favorite stories Susie told me when she was covering the Lakers when you were playing Shaq, um, and you know the the Shaq Kobe Lakers that she was covering is I uh, I we got engaged that she calls me up and she goes Shaquille was very impressed with the ring that you got me <laughs> and. Um, you know that that made me as I was sitting on the set of Sports Center puffing my chest out, Shaquille. So I appreciate no, cause your support. Was, no, because she came in with the ring. I was like, "Damn, who are your boyfriend?" She's like, "Rich Eyes." I was like, "My Rich." <laughs> <laughs> my Rich from Channel Two Hundred Six, maybe Two Hundred Seven. That's me. That was me back in the day. Channel Two Hundred Six. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's me. That's okay. right. I really thought I was like, "Okay, I did. I did a good job." I thought I had. I, I really felt that I had, but then when she calls me up, she goes, Shaquille O'Neal said, you know, good job. I'm like, okay. He's a little proof. I knew I got, like, you knew about, you know about rings that I know. So, you know. You know. Then I asked her, I said, oh, I said, why'd you marry Rich? I said, don't let that suit fool you. When he takes his clothes off, he looks like Fabio. I was like, oh, okay. Rich Fabio Eisen. I was like, okay. Thank you. Okay. I knew you've been support. You've been you've been in my corner for a long time, Shaquille O'Neal. Thanks. Yep. Thanks again. Yep. Congrats yep. on the doc. Yep. Right, right you, back bro. at you. There you go. Right, Shaquille O'Neal, everybody. Right here on the show. These are true stories, by the way. I'm not kidding. I'm just going to say this. I wow. love Shaq, man. Of everything that dude does, bro. Well, he Shaq also, you know, he used to do too. And oh. Sue, when Sue sits in here, you got to have her tell the story. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll, I'll give you the. Um, well, let me write this down because I'm still trying to, to get her to tell ask me. Ask her what she told Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, okay. When she first started covering the team, and saw that Shaquille would have a um, habit of strolling behind reporters. Oh. Who were doing their job, standing on camera, and he would be—he'd do like dance Dances. moves behind yeah. them. Yeah, he'd do like on this Fox move behind them. <laughs> he loved. Please doing that. ask Susie to tell you the story of what she told him. Okay. After she saw, he did it to others. 
and thus Shaquille never did it to her. Oh, I gotta hear this. All one. Right. I'm still That's trying wait. to get her to tell Write us about. That down. I gotta hear this. I'm one. still trying to get her to tell us about the ultimatum, but she went. My to, ultimatum to her. Yeah, oh, yeah. but she went, she immediately went to commercial last well, night. So you gotta, you gotta ask at the top of an hour. <laughs> right yeah. now, I know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta know your break times, man. <laughs> gotta know your break times. Yeah, and I think she went to commercial early. Is yeah, what I'm saying. I understand. <laughs> uh, let's take a break here oh. on the program. Baker Mayfield is now. A Los Angeles resident. <laughs> what is happening? This league, man. This league. Wild. We'll discuss that. And then my power rankings that are sure to piss everyone in here off <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Man, oh man, when Baker Mayfield was scratching the belly of the dog, <laughs> not a metaphor for anything, he was literally scratching literally the belly was, of yeah. the dog. Wow. Um, wasn't it he wouldn't pet the dog? That was the thing? Oh, was he? Oh, that's right. He was just sitting there and the dog was just like, please scratch my stomach. And that's what I said. That was a red flag that he wouldn't scratch a belly of a dog saying, please scratch my belly. Yeah. That's all I would do. I would stop the podcast and go, hold on a second. I got scratch the belly. Good point. Can I pet that dog? So <laughs> when he was doing that and he was just like, we, we were all wondering what's happening with him. What's going on? When's he, when, when's he going to get out of from Cleveland? When, when are they going to make this move? Who's coming to get Baker Mayfield? If I told you he might be the week 14 starter for the Los Angeles Rams at that point in time, you would have been like, what are you talking about? What? Do you, do you need your belly scratched? <laughs> Answer is yes. <laughs> But you knew that. Everybody knew that. It was an awkward pause, so I just figured I'd fill it. Well done. I mean, holy cow. So the Panthers come and get him. How about the, how about this being the actual story between the 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 belly the, the the dog wanting a belly scratch and him potentially starting for the Los Angeles Rams tomorrow night to kick off week 14 on Amazon Prime. The Panthers go and get him for Matt Rule. And there's a competition between Mayfield and Darnold that I said there won't be really competition. You might, you, might, you might call it that, but if you're giving up draft capital for the guy, you clearly don't believe in Sam Darnold enough that you need to create a competition. You need to kick a tire here. And sure enough, you know, there was a competition, but Baker's the guy. It didn't help that Sam Darnold got hurt significantly with an ankle injury towards the end of the um preseason but it was baker's gig by that point anyway and then the panthers i I won't use the words you know uh involving the pooch but they did Hmm. and and sure enough that rules now the head coach of nebraska football and baker mayfield's quarterback of the los angeles rams because after getting his job back from pj walker because he got benched by the interim head coach. And Sam Darnold comes off of IR and they basically tell him, hey, you're the new Zach Wilson. You're number three. (laughs) Number one overall pick formerly. You're number three now on our depth chart. And he's like, I want out of here. And they're like, we will oblige. (laughs) And they oblige on the very next day after Jimmy G supposedly hurts his foot In such a manner, it requires surgery, and he's out for the season. The old Liz Frank. And so now we find out 
when Baker's on waivers, not only do the Niners not claim him, and part of that might be that they got a, a sense that Garoppolo might not be done for the season, might not need surgery, and that has now been reported out of Santa Clara that he doesn't, and it's possible he could be back for a playoff run. which would be fascinating if Kyle Shanahan is placed in the position that Belichick was placed in all those years ago. Do you go at the young kid? That was your last day draft pick that you thought had no shot of blossoming into what is blossoming? Because if if the Niners have a deep playoff run in them, Brock Purdy's leading them there. Remember that? You're going to go back to... Bledsoe, you're going to stick with the hot hand and Brady. And that was even the question after Bledsoe had to come out from the bench, off the bench to win an AFC championship game because Brady got hurt. We forget about that part of the story. In Brady's first year, there was even a question for Belichick, will you go back to Brady for the Super Bowl? Spoiler alert, he did. But that might be a reason why the Niners didn't place a claim for Baker Mayfield. It didn't matter anyway. It would have been a moot point if they had placed a claim in for Baker Mayfield because as we found out yesterday in the waiver wire process, the Rams got him first. And here we go. Here we go. Talk about landing on your feet. Because I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford. When you hear spinal cord contusion... Mm -hmm. And you've got a trophy in the case, and you have proven all you need to prove already in just one year of Los Angeles, California football. And you got four little kids. Yeah, I think I'd hang I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I will let my voice trail off because you understand the yeah. conversation. Yeah. And you, you always heard, for you know, there's a couple quarterbacks that might fit the system, things like, like McVay could really look at and say, that's a guy, that's my guy, I can, I can do stuff with that guy. Baker Mayfield has been a name you've heard every now and then. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's here. And not only is he here, they apparently sent him the playbook for him to look out on the plane so he could get up to speed well enough to have enough knowledge of the system to start against the Raiders tomorrow night. And if you think, well, <laughs> that's just going to be chum in the waters for the silver and black May I present to you a team that lost to a another team that was fresh off of hiring an interim head coach from his high school team and a guy who he'd never heard of, Parks and Recreation, whatever, <laughs> pl- call and plays. Even they lost to that team. I know it's Parks, Frazier, right? Thank no, you. you said it right the first time. Parks and Recreation? Sure. Hey, what's that guy? Matt Ryan's still running on a third down. The game on the line. Wow. And I know they've run three in a row, but crazier things have happened that Baker Mayfield could be cut on a Monday and win a football game for the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, who, by the way, are about to be right front and center on the country in a big way. Certainly that a a three-win team normally isn't? They got this Thursday night game. This I mean, please start Baker Mayfield because, I mean, I want to see it. 
And and I'd love to see, you know, McVay just dialed in on him and he starts winging it around to, to receivers that you've never heard of and are absolutely available on your waiver wire right now for your fantasy team. But the Los Angeles Rams have got this Thursday night game against Vegas. And they're on Monday night football at Green Bay next week. And then the centerpiece of Christmas Day. Can Baker Mayfield come in to Los Angeles and show Russ how it's done? As they're challenged to try and even put up a touchdown? The next three Rams games are nationally televised. Only game in town. Just in time for Baker Mayfield to plant his flag in Los Angeles. Oh, baby. I heard that. I'm like, way to go, you less need. And we we talked about it, Jim. We mentioned it on Monday. Like, why wouldn't the Rams put in a claim just to make sure, hey, San Francisco, you beat us on the McCaffrey trade? Our defending Super Bowl champion quarterback has the dreaded spinal cord contusion? I mean, that sounds way, way worse than a pelvic contusion. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is serious. This sounds really serious here. And so Baker becomes available, and the Rams are like, we'll pick up his last million and change. Kroenke can find that in his, uh, in his ashtray. We got it. We'll do it. And see what's going on. Against the Raiders. At Green Bay, where, by the way, he had an outstanding game for Cleveland last year. Remember that? Wasn't that a Christmas? We went to Green Bay on a Christmas? Hmm. Threw an interception at the end of the game where Browns fans were screaming for pass interference on Donovan Peoples-Jones. Got picked off at the end. But Baker was balling out there. I think it was a Christmas game last year, if I'm not mistaken. Man, oh, man. And then Baker Mayfield on Christmas Day, pull up a chair. Have your puppy on the couch looking for a belly scratch. (laughs) Pet it. Watching the defending Super Bowl champions go for their third straight win with Baker Mayfield in front of a national television audience. It was Christmas Day last year. Look at that. Number 17. Look at him. Baker had four picks in that game. That was quick. Damn straight he's smiling. Look at that. I'm not in Cleveland. I'm not in Carolina. I am in Los Angeles, California. SoFi Stadium. Rams quarterback for the rest of the year. Got to say that. Absolutely. He's your guy. Rest of the year. Sean McVay. Sprinkle some of the McVay dust on this thing. Let's go to work. I will be hammering the Raiders tomorrow. Just like you did against the Colts a couple weeks ago. Or the last two weeks hey, when, man, I, when I won. You know how I'm pounding the table for the Raiders. but If the Raiders don't win this game, it's a pretty big, big that you know, opportunity against blown by them. Jeff Saturday and the Colts, who, well, surprised they the ship yet. who surprised everybody by starting Matt Ryan, who's still running. The Iron Deer in the front. Like, you know what that looked like? You know what he looked like when he was running for that first down? <laughs> Matt Ryan, he looked like one of those electric football players on the table Just that vibrated and kept in, <laughs> kept going. And you're wondering, and and all the defense is now in the other corner of the table as this one piece is just still buzzing down. That's what it looked like to me. That's still in my head right now. 
to anybody who thinks this is a piece of cake. Raider Nation. Let's ride. Right. Raider Nation. Right? Okay. Let's do something. Hey, man. You know how I feel about that. Four wins in a row, and then they take on your Pats. And that game that got flexed out of Sunday Night Football Thank for their God. fifth straight win before I see them <laughs> on Christmas Eve on NFL Network in the 50th anniversary game of the Immaculate Reception. Oh, let's see it. Steelers and Raiders, both 7-7 seven and seven on that night. Oh, baby. <laughs> Count me in. Well, that you- said, here comes Baker Mayfield as a fly in the ointment. <laughs> This league, man, you can never predict it.